But anyway, let the man-hating begin. I'm going to give you five seconds to find your little article before I have a conniption fit. Okay, this is an article. Tell the girls the title of your article. The ladies. It is called 10 Ways Men Oppress Women With Their Everyday Behavior. Basically, with their fucking existence. <laughs> and it was written by Catherine Tempf in January 2015. And the two main ways are man-spreading and man-slamming. Man-slamming. Is that like rough sex? No, definitely not. Man-spreading, the main one, is my favorite. I thought women rather liked that if that was the case. Some women do. Some women like a dental or touch. I'm trying to say something sweet. <laughs> not me. <laughs> <clears throat> man spreading I'd never heard of this term until today and I was pretty amused by it um, it's when a guy sits with his legs apart on the subway to assert his dominance <laughs> like spread way apart yeah like come fuck me in my ass yeah, pretty much. legs are up <laughs> legs is just no not in the air <laughs> legs are up no not in the oh. air they're just spread really far apart while he's sitting down like are they are they trying like is she implying that they're trying to really show off their balls through their like, pants like they're trying to show like you that the they take as up tightly as possible they take up the as much space as they do because they can because they're a man and women aren't allowed that same privilege so it has nothing to do with his balls no it just like, has maybe to do a with, little it just has to do with the space like, maybe a little i'm trying to understand yeah it just said, has to do with taking up space because balls have a, and balls and a dick have a lot to do with this certain and dominance man slamming is kind of the same way um but it's when a man doesn't get out of the way of a woman who's walking down the street and then he slams into her while they're walking so he should have to step out of her way instead of her step out of his way because it's disrespectful wow yes <laughs> bro plumenting bro plumenting yes is that like splunking but for dudes? spelunking splunking? do you know what spelunking is is that a blowjob on the toilet mm. I don't know what is. Oh no, that's a blumpkin. Oh, it's a blumpkin. What the spelunking ah, is? I, cave diving. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I totally switched that out. <clears throat> no, complimenting is when you compliment a woman without her permission. You have to ask for consent before you tell her she looks nice. Kelsey. Kelsey, may I compliment your beautiful ass? No. But I just did. I don't consent to that, so I'm going to call the police. Harassment. Oh. I'm filing suit. Holy shit. See, it's like, how fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> what else are you supposed to do in that moment but freeze and say, oh. Well, oh, fuck. Are you serious? There's also, like, this whole thing I've read about before and heard about before where <coughs> um, if you ask a woman... Because there's always been the whole idea, like, oh, if you like someone, you pursue them. Because some women play hard to get. Right. Or some men play hard to get, and you have to ask them out multiple times, like, wait for them to be ready for it. But now there's this whole idea that if you ask a woman out more than once, if she's already told you no, then you're, she, you're harassing her. Exactly. And, 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 and women are never clear on how far a man should go because, like, they kind of like, they're like, oh, stop. Yeah, some oh, women are like stop. that. Some women Just are Just over like and that. over again. And then men are like, they keep going because they, they think this is playful. Oh, stops. Yeah. They think this is playful. Like how I am with you. Yeah, like you're sitting here playing with my dick, you know, yeah. under the table. <laughs> okay. I find that playful, you know. Stop it, Kelsey. Get you. Stop. <laughs> no. Oh, stop. stop. Just stop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay. Uh, back to the article. Back to the article. 
mansulting. That's when a man says something really mean to you. Like the, opli- the, opli- <laughs> the opposite <laughs> of broplementing. Mansults are worse than insults because each one is another brick being added to the fortress of the patriarchy that surrounds you every day. No matter how hard you try to fight it with that hashtags on feminist That is just defining existence, Twitter. for God's sakes. <laughs> We're on existence, ladies. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that shit? Feminism. God, it's so bizarre. New age feminism. <clears throat> Broken mouth chewing. Chew with your fucking mouth closed, asshole. Excuse me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> when people see men chewing with their mouths open... Most think that it's just him being rude, but that's really just because <coughs> most people aren't educated on women's issues. Social justice scholars realize that the feeling, <laughs> the need to display the crushing and grinding of food is actually a sign of dominance over the lesser being that you are consuming. Kelsey, could you imagine just like looking at somebody from across the table? Like, look, I'm going to assert my dominance over you. <laughs> Stop oppressing me. Huh? <laughs> I just eat my food like a dumbass. <laughs> it's like, what do you do? These people are fucking crazy. It gets, this part gets better. The broken mouth chewing gets better. Especially if it's meat, because <coughs> eating meat is sexist. Because women need to show solidarity with animals, because that's how the world sees us In other anyways. words, don't ever suck a cock again, ladies. No. Jesus, that's sexism. It's sexism. God. We have to be the animal's friends. What does that mean? That means we identify with the animals that your broken mouth chewing is grinding up. We too are animals in the eyes of society, Zachary Dale. So what are men in that context? Are we just like are we other animals? Or are we just like You're just a superior you're a superior being. So women are supposed to like Supposedly. Supposedly. So we're supposed to be like deified according to this article? Yeah, basically. Basically. And we crunch it and basically. <laughs> <laughs> we like crunch food. Yeah. Crunch and grind. Our dominance yeah. over you guys. Like you're grinding if you come up your in food the room with dominance. And you're just making your presence known. We just start grinding food yeah. in our mouth. Mm-hmm. Nom, nom. <laughs> and We're looking at you with like deep eye contact. It's just like. That's what you call microaggression, Zach. Mentoring. The act of mentoring people is sexist. <laughs> Why is it not called women touring? Like what? Yes. Mentoring? Mentoring. The if term. I have a mentor, that is just a guide in life for God's mm-hmm. sakes. Like, what are these fucking people doing dest- destroying words and their meanings? This is just. Ugh. Sleep apnea. <laughs> this one's good too. Sleep apnea. <laughs> <laughs> Men yeah, snore. My fucking sleeping disorder? <laughs> Jesus. Christ. You're just. Was Checking this made these for me? Fucking boxes off. It was made back for me. Back to back. It is I made for you. I think you picked this specifically for me. I did. Men snore because they well, have to you, keep. Hey, you know what? Just kind of rolling that over. Kind of hit me wrong. I'm going to have to really grind some food in my mouth at you tonight. <laughs> How dare you attack get, me I'm like that? I'm going to the fridge <laughs> right now and I'm going to put the crunchiest shit I can find in my mouth. <laughs> no meat. And though. crunch away. Meat makes it worse, Zach. Men snore because they have to keep <coughs> imposing their existence on us even while they are asleep. <laughs> it is, of course, different from women snoring. When a woman snores, it's because she has been man-terrupted all day and needs some way for her voice to be heard. What? 
By the way, if a man ever tells you that your snoring bothers him, what he really means is that he is uncomfortable with the idea of a woman being heard. What? Let me be heard, Zach. Let me be heard. You don't ever snore again when you're around me. (laughs) No. It's so fucking weird. (laughs) Peacefully sleeps. Little growl comes out of the nose. Yeah. Don't you slap the shit up. Don't you be doing that. Letting your voice be heard around here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't do that in the Midwest. <laughs> oh my God. This is all coming from the left. I just want to add in there. Because, like, these people are that wacko. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, you quite literally, some of the shit they're doing, it, it seems like satire. But they're quite literally implementing these these policies and these these social norms these little social rules like these little social rules on a political level they're doing that shit yeah like on college campuses and high school and like you can't even what is it in the house you can't even you have to say birthing person now you can't Mm -hmm. say mother or father or grandmother or grandfather yeah like it's not inclusive it's not inclusive so i'm just saying they're trying to totally dehumanize and deconstruct human terminology to make us stupid i get that i get um like true feminism and like the things that women did have to go through on a daily basis like (laughs) in the past and they've obviously made great strides past those things and it seems like with what they're doing with policies today um in that regard like they're just very large steps back very large steps they are it's almost like they're trying to generate like so it's it's just like this unsatisfiable beast that feminism has become yeah well and like the big thing with the birthing person thing is i went through labor twice with our kids and it was not like an easy thing to do it's painful and it's a lot of work and it takes away from what women go through to become mothers by saying birthing person instead of a fucking mother like i'm a mother not a birthing, birthing person. person sounds like you're an Robotic. object. Yeah, yeah, like I was, I, I'm a fucking incubator. Uh, an not object an incubator. with particular functions <clears throat> that do particular mm-hmm. things. And it's like, wow. <clears throat> wow, we're really here. Yeah, disgusting. So it just, it, like, it just, people, it would really pay off if you just did some research into all this shit. Like, I would look up what they're doing on the house floor, what they have done. Look up at a, uh, at a lot of this, these these feminist terms how they view men and if you can if you just pay attention to their language it is nothing but the hate and spewing of hate Mm. towards white men and that's what it is do you think it's just men in general Mm, i think in a lot of like in a lot of (coughs) way i think yeah it's most men i think Right now, there's, like, a narrative being pushed that white men, older white men, are a problem. And, like, masculine white men. I think specifically masculine white men. <clears throat> like a man's man. And I don't understand why females <clears throat> haven't taken, like, notice to that as a whole. Like, well, th- there might be something wrong with attacking everything that makes a man a man on a biological level. Mm-hmm. What is up with that? Well, well, and there's like this, it's like it's a dirty word. Masculine is a dirty word now. I don't know why I wouldn't want my, my boys to grow up to be strong men. Yeah. And caring at the same time. Yeah. 
like what they're trying to say is that if your your kid or or your man is strong, he can't also be caring, and it's like that's such bullshit. And they automatically assume if a woman stays home to take care of her kids, that the male has somehow forced her into doing this, and it's not just something that she decided to do based on her own, you know, decision. So, I don't know, do you want, do you have any more you want to add to this? About? Like, okay, what's been your personal experience as a woman in life, Kelsey? Like, I would really like to know that. What do you mean, like, (coughs) with sexism, or just, like, in general, what my experience has been? Oh, whatever you kind of feel like sharing with everybody. Because I've definitely experienced sexism, not um, at, like, the rate that people say it happens, I guess. Or at the scale that it does. It's not like I walk down the street and every time well, I... Well, give me an example. Of sexism? Yeah, towards um, you. Towards me. I had a coworker when I worked um, <coughs> at a call center who told me I had really pretty eyes because I do have pretty eyes. And he said um, he got in trouble. It was a big deal um, because he told me I had really pretty eyes and I told him, you know, thank you. And then he wouldn't let it go. Like so he didn't ask come... for your consent to no. compliment your eyes, huh? Fucking pig. But no, and that's <laughs> fine. Like, I've always gotten compliments on my eyes. It's my best feature. And um, he, <laughs> he, he did. He kept coming every day. It was, oh, your eyes are so pretty. I wish my, because he had a little girl. He had a daughter. He was like, I wish my little girl's eyes were blue, but they're brown because me and her mom both have brown eyes. And I was like, oh, that's nice. I don't fucking care. That's none of my business. I don't give a shit about your child's biology. Sorry. Not sorry. Um, but it was every day. He was coming and sitting next to me. He was in the same... We were under the same supervisor. There were like eight supervisors on our floor, and he was in my area. So he sat in the same vicinity as me, like one computer down, not directly next to me. But <coughs> right. he'd lean across a chair and just... He'd constantly, with comments about my eyes, and then he... One day, I told him, I said, I'm going to need you to stop, or I'm going to fucking swing on you. <laughs> and then he didn't stop. He kept doing it just complimented me and they were like getting like the the wording of the way he was saying that he liked my eyes was starting to get creepy like it was just too much instead of like oh you have really pretty eyes and moving on it was like oh I wish I had your eyes or oh I wish like I could put your eyes into a child and things like that and then it, es- it escalated to the point where he told me he wanted me to have his baby and so you think that's sexism <clears throat> or sexual harassment it's sexual harassment but if okay if you you have really pretty eyes too you have your mom's eyes and they're ah. also very deep blue, and they're really pretty. And if you were sitting next to him, he wouldn't have complimented you like that. Because you're a man. Right. And he's okay, not sexually yeah, attracted to you. So that's sexism. And I had to turn him into a supervisor, and then they took it to our, like, director. And they shoved him in a corner <laughs> in the back, away from everybody. <laughs> like, you're not allowed to see the light Segregated of day. Segregated Pervert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he never spoke to me again. Wow. Yeah. So... Okay, aside from that little hiccup in your life and that experience (laughs) of sexism, how else has life been being a woman? It's been fairly decent. I've not been someone who's had to deal with a whole lot of that. What about in the workplace? How has that gone for you? Other than that instance? Other than that incident, yes. Um, I guess it's gone fairly well. I've mostly worked with women. So you think that women are pretty well represented in the workplace? Mm-hmm, in the types of jobs that What I about do. your management? What gender do they happen to be? <clears throat> Almost all of them are women. At that specific job, my supervisor was a man. 
and he was, at the other one yeah at that specific job i had he was a man but our director was a woman like our our manager the one who was over the entire was call floor in charge she she was a woman <laughs> and her boss was a man but she ran like this specific center this was her baby. She wasn't secretly a guy, a white guy with a cock. No, she was a, um, a white woman. A white woman. Yeah. No dick. No penis, as far as I know. Okay. Okay. There's, never mind. I won't say that. <laughs> say whatever you want. <laughs> There's speculation she may have touched a penis to get this job, but <laughs> no penis on her. <laughs> oh, no, man. but they've largely been women as my superiors, and in the job force and admittedly i've had the same experience like you know jobs i've gone to it's been women managers yeah unless you go to a fucking factory but and that even that is starting to have women enter it at high numbers they don't exactly look like women because they kind of look like men yeah i mean i think the big corporate jobs i think in those (coughs) types i think those are still like largely men outside of human resources the human resources is almost always made up of just women but wait, isn't the CEO of Mercy? The CEO of Mercy Freeman, is Freeman, uh, a female. Yeah, she's a woman. Yeah. And I think at Mercy it was a woman too, but she's stepping down and a man's taking over. Wow. Yeah, she's. Yeah. Damn. It's crazy. So mm. it seems like women have just uh, in in most aspects, as far as what we have seen, our yeah. personal experiences, women have equal to if not better opportunities than men i think it's i think it's pretty equal um i think in most places i've seen there's not really um a lot of favoritism towards well that's not true on my last job there's a lot of favoritism for women um at the hospital i worked for there's a lot of favoritism for women there were the men who worked in like in my specific department were largely gay there had been three in the last five years who worked for that department and they were all gay and, so the feminist um, idea that masculine men yeah. are not wanted. Yeah, that they were going to throw off the balance in the office. But that much fucking estrogen in an office is a recipe for disaster. Um, drama constantly because there's nothing to offset it. Exactly. And it's a bunch of women who think they know best. They know everything. They can do your job better than you. You don't do your job correctly. So there's a lot of like conniving bitches who want to make you look bad and it just seems like if there's they're they're hiring more men now it's like they're going on like a fucking spree like everyone all the positions that have been opened have been given to men and yeah, it just the office is imploding on it's, itself it is well it just seems like almost like they're just trying to tick some boxes like oh we gotta get some men in here oh we need some male representation like someone's coming down on their which heads. is much needed because, like yeah. men are so negatively looked down upon by women in the age group of 18 to 33 nowadays because yeah. of fucking feminine studies in, in colleges and what we <clears throat> see in the media. And it's Listen, such a crock of shit. I'm not going to lie to you. I get, I'm a little paranoid about men. And I always tell you you should be. I'm always like, hey, you got your pepper spray today. Yeah. If hey, like, you got that baton I if bought like, you. If I'm sitting in the car reading or like I'm sitting in like my car eating lunch or something and like a lone single man happens to walk by my car and i will tell you something never mind um if they're younger i'm even more more apt to lock my door like if i don't already have it locked i like reflexively reach over and hit the button pig well (coughs) i don't fancy being raped so, <laughs> just every you just think all white it. men, all men are just out to rape you, Kelsey. Is that the I problem? think that there's always a chance. 
That's true. That's true. That's why we got you pepper spray. We got you a baton. <laughs> and I soon, <laughs> soon, we will be getting a handgun for Kelsey, too. Because the world is becoming a really fucked place. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like anyone values law and order anymore. It kind of, you know, we're seeing an increase in gun violence, an increase in... We're seeing an increase in a lot of crime. A lot of crime. And Just a lot a of lot. it, it doesn't seem like it's talked about. And a lot of, like, near misses. Like, with trafficking and kidnapping and things like that. Like, where you'd need to be able to protect yourself. Right, right. And, I, you know, that, that whole save the children thing. Speaking of sex trafficking, I, I can't believe that that movement died. It got killed. But what happened, in my opinion, is I think it got hijacked by QAnon. It did. And Q has kind of been used as a torpedo to annihilate movements that come from a remotely conservative cause. If What QAnon does, in my opinion, is QAnon makes the people who... Su- support conservative movements and have conservative goals as far as, you know, pro-life, uh, saving children, it makes these people, when they're associated with QAnon, look like a bunch of schizophrenics. And no one wants to be associated with that shit. Well, they turn to save the children to fucking Pizzagate. Pizzagate, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and a lot of people speculate whether QAnon was in fact hijacked by the FBI and CIA in order to discredit and de- and and delegitimize uh, pro-life, you know, um, election integrity, things like that, causes like that, <coughs> uh, save the children, because our elites, <coughs> as we've all seen with Epstein, Epstein's Island, you know, our elites seem to be a bunch of sick fucking child predators. So I can't think of a better idea idea than to put a bunch of uh, to to mask a group of people who are about to expose us as schizophrenic crazy fucks Mm -hmm. and according to politifact guys you know these people are crazy um they did successfully label the save the children movement a schizophrenics movement basically and it's unfortunate but according to politifact um here's here's a summarization of what happened so the hashtag Save the Children is linked to years of old conspiracy theories. It isn't associated with Save the Children, a London humanitarian organization states. Posts using the hashtag have millions of interactions on Facebook and Instagram. They started circulating last month in Facebook groups and on Instagram profiles and on Instagram profiles dedicated to QAnon and Pizzagate conspiracy theories. Both conspiracy theories have been using the hashtag Save the Children since at least early 2017 to spread false claims about sex trafficking and public figures, which we all know because of the case with Epstein and how he suicided himself. We all know that this part, though, to be honest, there are true aspects of the QAnon stuff. It's just it's unfortunate that the other bullshit associated with QAnon got latched onto the hashtag Save the Children. And that's how these elites, that's, that's honestly how these elites destroyed the hashtag Save the Children. Because Save the Children was exposing elites. They exposed Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, who do we got? Who's that girl? Do you, who's the girl? Oh. Jeffrey Epstein. The girl who was luring the the <coughs> the children Giselaine in. Maxwell. Just Maxwell. Yeah. I don't know how to say Maxwell. her Maxwell. So, and, and they, it comes to find out when, when you investigate it, it looks as though Epstein and Maxwell 
were very well connected in the higher class society and it seems like they they did a very good job of hiding what these what these people were up to and what they were doing they're monsters on Epstein's Island yeah they're they're totally monsters well I think another thing that like QAnon like what the whole movement kind of did was create the idea that like everybody who ever came into contact with Jeffrey Epstein was included in Pizzagate like they were making fucking shoes out of children and drinking their blood and having those (coughs) weird baby hunts in the forest and letting dogs tear them up because they like to drink the blood after they'd been scared and um well that part wasn't a lie though how do you know that well okay because so when they so everyone who came into jeffrey hold on hold on before you interrupt me like geez um what happened so when they went to one of epstein's mansions there was actually a painting on the wall depict depicting children screaming in fear running through a forest okay but artwork does not constitute like somebody actually doing those things well i think what the what people thought that that artwork might represent was an activity that was participated in that the Epsteins happened to be proud of. And the children were running and naked. But what I'm saying is that there's no basis in fact for that. And that's the problem. Well, of course it's hypothetical and it's all based on, you know, uh, probably a conspiracy. It can't be 100% proved. Um, (coughs) So I guess that is unfortunate. Um, but you know, it's unfortunate he's dead. Yeah. It's unfortunate that he's dead. Right. That none of this can be confirmed now because Mm -hmm. Epstein, I guess, I don't know. He tied a blanket around his neck and then ran until his neck broke. I'm trying (laughs) to figure out how how that went. And the cameras mysteriously went off in the jail cell. So that's, mm, mm, must've been a random, perfectly timed power surge. Am I making this up? Is there not like a suicide suit that they put you in? Is that something? They're supposed to put you in. If you're on suicide watch, like, after you've been put in, like, first put in, do they not put you in something that, like... Well, what's the guy was allowed to leave at a certain time for a bit there. And then they kind of revoked those privileges. So they definitely didn't think he was even a suicide threat. Yeah, I guess that's fair. So they didn't put him in that, but... I think it's fair to point out that some very mysterious things took place during this whole ordeal. And mm. I, I very much have thought about the fact that <coughs> I think our world today, had Epstein been able to testify open to the public and honestly, I think that we wouldn't have as many elites roaming around yeah. fucking shit up for us. Yeah. But I think there's still, like, the whole issue that... But Maxwell, we still have Maxwell's trial. They've got um, this whole idea, like, with the QAnon stuff and all of those things. They, they like, release, like, the flight logs, and it's kind of created... And anybody who's ever pictured with him, like, anything, has just kind of created this idea that anyone who ever spoke to Epstein was a child predator. And they were eating children and hurting children. And that's that simply cannot be true. Not every single person who came into contact with Jeffrey Dahmer was a cannibal. Right. Or the people who were friends with Ted Bundy, they're not also serial killers. 
You know what I mean? Right. So I think that also creates a problem because it kind of created this narrative that every single person in Hollywood was a monster. And that also took away from what could have actually been happening out there. People stopped taking it as seriously when they heard those things because they're like, oh, well, not everybody's a monster. So there's no way that this is true. Exactly. So the legitimacy just kind of got yeah. deflated. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that's it's pretty bizarre, guys. All of it. I mean, admittedly, this has been a crazy last two and a half years I mean we have seen a lot of shit and I don't think it's going to get a a whole lot better I'm hoping that it does Um, but the reality of it is (coughs) we are I think we're living in a cultural transition period I think people are trying to figure out who they are more than ever I think we have a, a wide variety of information that we don't exactly know what to do with I think people are trying to find out how to navigate properly through this information age that we are all living in now. And uh, it's causing a lot of confusion. It's causing a lot of chaos. And I'm hoping that people at the end of the day will realize that you need to, when you're lost, you need to return to what you know. Return to that. Because what you know is solid. It's fact. And, you know... Nobody can take that away from you. And I think you should start, if you're going to go on any journey whatsoever, uncover any mysteries about anything in life or with the news, you need to start with what you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I'm going to conclude with that, guys. I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. I hope that you will like the video and share the video. And thank you for listening. I appreciate it. <laughs>